The AI Today podcast, produced by Cognolytica, cuts through the hype and noise to identify what is really happening now in the world of artificial intelligence. Learn about emerging AI trends, technologies, and use cases from Cognolytica analysts and guest experts. Hey, AI Today listeners. Want to dive deeper and get resources to drive your AI efforts further? We've put together a carefully curated collection of resources and tools handcrafted for you, our listeners, to expand your knowledge, dive deeper into the world of AI, and provide you with the essential resources you need. From books and materials ranging from fundamentals of AI to deep dives on implementing AI projects to AI ethics, tools, software, checklists, and more, our resources page will help you on your AI journey whether you're just starting out or you're well on your way. Check it out at aitoday.live slash list. That's aitoday.live slash L-I-S-T. Hello, and welcome to the AI Today podcast. I'm your host, Kathleen Mulch. And I'm your host, Ronald Schmelzer. And on today's podcast, we're going to dive deep again into our education series. This was actually very popular. We noted... Uh, one from your comments. So thank you very much to our AI Today podcast listeners. We really do encourage you to reach out to us. We've been doing the AI Today podcast now for, this is going in our fifth year, uh, 240 plus episodes. And um, it's always important to hear from our listeners as to what they really want to hear from. There's You could be listening to any sort of podcast out there, and certainly there's lots of AI podcasts out there. And what we found is that... Um, as you know, one of the things that we do at Cognolytica is we provide education and training. And as we were sharing some of that with our with our listeners, you all responded very positively by, by letting us know. All, some of you actually signed up for our CPMAI training, which is great. That's not really necessarily the intention of doing this. We just wanted to share with our listeners that education. And of course, we saw our listener numbers go up. So <laughs> that was the big sign that you're interested. So we're going we're gonna to keep doing education stuff. Exactly. And in 2022, we really want to focus on continuing to provide valuable podcasts, valuable content. And like Ron said, in uh, 2021, we did our AI education series, and that was incredibly popular. So this podcast is going to be a continuation of that. But we also did an AI failure series. And if you haven't checked that out, I definitely encourage you to listen to those. That was talking about common reasons we see AI projects fail and how to avoid that so that you don't make the same mistakes. If you're not already subscribed to the AI Today podcast, I encourage you to subscribe so that you're notified of all of our upcoming podcasts. We publish at least once a week, um, every Wednesday, and sometimes we have extra bonus episodes during the week as well. So definitely stay subscribed so that you can catch up on all of that. But as we said, in today's podcast, it's really to continue to educate our listeners on, you know, some fundamental areas regarding artificial intelligence and machine learning. Today's podcast is going to focus on data pipelines, what they are, why they're important, and, you know, you know, should you have more than one data pipeline? Is it just one data pipeline that rules them all or not? And mm-hmm. what, you know, do you have training pipelines? Do you have inference pipelines? Can you just kind of have one big one? So what we're going to do in this excerpt from our CPMAI, which is the Cognitive Project Management for AI Methodology and Certification, which really is to help you do AI right, we have seen a lot of projects and uh, unfortunately more fail than you'd 
than you'd think. And there's different reasons why they fail, which is why we go into that AI failure series. But what we're specifically going to talk about today is data pipelines. So the podcast is an excerpt from our training. Like I said, our training has slides that go along with it. So in the podcast, we are walking through the data pipeline image that we have created. So you're not able to see that on the podcast today. But if you have signed up for CPMAI or you're interested in signing up, that's definitely uh, you know a visual that you will see in the training. So it doesn't take away from the podcast, but I just want to let you know we are talking through that in this uh, Uh, episode. So you can't visually see it, but you'll still, I think, get all of the important pieces. Yeah. And to just set set the groundwork for this, because we're going to sort of jump you into that education pretty quickly without some of that. Um, You know, data, working with data, as you may know, is a fundamental aspect of making AI machine learning projects work. Now, actually, Working with data, you don't necessarily even need to be working on AI and machine learning. You could be doing an analytics project. You could be doing just a report, a basic reporting project. You could be working with data for some transactional system, you know, moving data from one place to another for some particular purpose. And certainly the things that we talk about here in terms of data pipelines are relevant to all those activities. The, the base of the DIKUW pyramid, which we talk about all the time, that's basically extracting greater levels of value from data, moving from data to information, from information to knowledge, from knowledge to understanding, from understanding to wisdom. Moving up those levels requires us adding more value to the data and doing more things. But without the data and without clean data, without accurate data, you know, without the right data in the right place at the right time, augmented in the right ways, adding the values so that machines can make better use of them, we really can't do anything. So that's really the context of all this. And as Kathleen mentioned, uh, the, the, the data pipelines, you can visualize them as a series of steps that we would do for on one side of the pipeline, if it's like a, like thinking like an oil pipeline, the oil is coming in from the oil wells and it's coming out the other side and it's going to the refineries. And, and, the, and, and with the, with the data pipeline, basically we're doing all these steps in the middle, we're cleaning it, we're aggregating it. Well, I don't want to steal the thunder. So what we're going to do right now is jump you right into that education. So you can hear about all those steps in the pipeline and what it means to do those steps during the training phase as well as the inference phase. So we really have these two different kinds of pipelines. We have the, what we need to do for training on the left, you know, all this stuff just to get the model created. And then what we need to do at inference, which is when we're actually using the model on the right. So maybe Kathleen, we can go through a list and kind of summarize all the things we're doing for training and for inference. Yeah. So in the In the training stage, you know, we have our data that's come in in the original state. So however we collected that, if that was video files or audio files or sensor data, IoT data, all of that, then we're going to want to do some scrubbing to clean that data, Uh, you know, and so we have uh, over on the left hand too, we talk about these in more detail too. So we have, you know, the data acquisition, ingesting and capturing. So in there, how are we getting it? Do we have it stored? in databases? Do we have it stored in data lakes? Do we have it stored in data warehouses? We're going to, you know, depending on where it's stored, we may do some ETL extract transform load. And then we also have, you know, do we have cloud-based data as well? That's important to know. We're going to be storing and retrieving that data differently as well. 
So we're going to be doing work there. Then we have, then we're going to get that data cleaned. So that may mean that we are deduping the data or we're removing extraneous bad data. Maybe we're merging the data. So we're combining different data sources and really getting that into, um, you know, a, a good state. We don't want a lot of dupes in our records. We don't want really, really dirty data. Then we're going to be vectorizing that somehow. And from there, we'll get our selected data. What you'll notice is now following the flow, the data pipeline flow on the right, is that we're splitting that out into two sets, the selected data that we have. And we have a test set to the right, and we have a training set to the left. The test set we're going to use, well, the training set we're going to use to train the the model that we're building, and then we're gonna get the model. The test set we have so that we can validate and do evaluation, optimize the performance, and then use that for the model as well. That's the training pipeline that we have. So within there, you know, that's important. We have a specific training pipeline that we're really gonna wanna make sure, you know, we follow these steps. Our inference pipeline is once the model is Wherever we decide that we are going to use this model, now we need to make sure that the model actually works the way that it's supposed to. So it's going to have new, never before seen data because it's going to be data that's coming from the real world. We're going to do some sort of scrubbing to that data to clean it. And then we'll vectorize it just like we did in the last step. We'll select that data. And that's going to be now in our inference so that we're using that to, um, and then we get our model. From there, we're going we're going to have a prediction and come out with that model data. So this is a real you know visualization just to see kind of what it takes for your training pipeline and then what you're going to need for your inference pipeline as well. Yeah, and you know the funny thing about this is that we need to continuously keep these models in good shape. So we have to think about these pipelines not just, when we train the model for the first time, but we need to keep these pipelines around so that we can continuously retrain these models. So what do these pipelines actually look like? Because that that chart before was kind of like kind of a generic chart. It's like, okay, you know, get your data, you clean it, you split it, you use it. But what does it actually look like in specific instances? So here we have basically two examples. You know, on the top right, we have an example of what a data pipeline could look like for um, words that, you know, that are training some sort of, you know, text recognition or voice recognition system, say, you know, and, and what it's, what's doing here is like, you have this text corpus, which is like all the words, and then you got to segment them, chop them up into different parts. And then you can basically generate what's called an acoustic inventory of sounds and you can evaluate them. You can remove redundancies and that gives you back to your acoustic inventory. Then you can calculate them and do some sort of voice quality based compression. So this is just like, this is obviously very specific. I don't even know. It just comes from some crazy, you know, <laughs> voice, you know, analysis system that was doing some text to speech kind of stuff or speech to text to kind of, kind of thing. Um, and then below that, we have a very different pipeline. This is somebody who's doing um, some sentiment analysis on Twitter or in using format uh, weather data, maybe trying to basically, maybe, maybe they're doing some analysis to see if people are tweeting about the weather and you know how they feel about the weather. So here you see they're taking a, a data lake that's got weather data. They have a data lake with customers and they're joining that together. And then they're combining that with Twitter data. So they, got, they parse the tweets and they merge the customers and they get the names and they sort and they're formatting them. This is sort of like, 
very specific, right? I mean, you wouldn't use either of these data pipelines for your particular task. Your particular pipeline is going to be very specific to the pattern you're doing. If you're doing recognition, it may have to do with its image recognition. Your pipeline is going to be like collecting the image data, maybe converting it to a particular size, maybe grayscaling it, maybe doing something to it, cleaning it, getting rid of any images that are completely white or black, maybe because it's got like, you know, image cover. If it's if you're doing the satellite imagery, maybe if it's if it's all white, that means it's full cl clouds. And if it's all dark, then it's at night. So you, you, you before you do anything else, you just get rid of that stuff, you know, um, you don't even need machine learning to do that, right? You just kind of do put in some rules. Same thing with the tweets. You know, maybe if we could do Twitter analysis, maybe you get rid of things that only have like three words or something in there. So, so your data preparation pipeline, even though it follows the general chart that we showed in the previous slide of like, you know, bringing in the data and splitting it and cleaning it, the specifics are going to matter for your particular thing. And the tool that you use, there's a wide range of tools that you can use that can help you do the aggregation and do those cleaning steps. But you're going to be managing that tool. Actually, matter of fact, the data engineering team will be managing that. And what you're going to do here as part of the CPMAI phase is you're going to specify what you think the steps should be. You'd be like, okay, get the data in here. Now I need to like chop it up and do it in this way. And then as you go through each iteration, you can see how your data... Uh, preparation pipeline is is working for you. Maybe it's working great. Maybe it's not. And then you can add more steps and do what you need to do. So basically what we need to do in the phase is really the preparation steps, both for model training. So all the preparation that we need when we're basically training the model. And also while we're doing that, we need to think, okay, well, what steps are we going to need when we're using this model? If we're going to use this model in the real world, do I need to clean that data too? in a very particular way. Does it need to be a certain size? You know, do I need to get rid of, you know, all white and bl or black images that have no data, get rid of certain, you know, tweets? You're going to create both of these pipelines right here, right now in this phase. All right, everybody. Well, I hope that you now have a, a pretty good understanding of data pipelines, the training pipeline, the inference pipeline, you know, how they're different um, and why both of them are incredibly important. Unfortunately, it is not just a set it and forget it. We say that a lot, and I hope that it's really resonating with our podcast listeners. You know, you can't just set it and forget it, never look at these again. Really, it, this is a continual process. And I think that's incredibly important to understand. Uh, because we don't want you to fail in your projects, right? We want you to succeed and we want you to make sure that the data that you're bringing in is going through the correct flow and that you're understanding the flow that's needed for your specific projects. So hopefully this snippet from our CPMAI education, you know, resonated with you and now you have a better understanding of data pipelines. And I think that's a really good key to understanding what methodology is. And I know we've said CPMAI multiple times and we've even just define what we mean by CPMAI, but but many I think people are confused in general when they hear, hear the word methodology and they're not quite sure what it means. I don't know. Maybe it sounds very scientific, maybe or academic. I don't know. But it's like there's no other way to say it. It's like a way. It's a method. It's an approach. And a methodology is like is a kind of approach. It's not you know. It's saying well, here's a, a style. Here's here's a way of doing things. You know, when you say agile methodology, I'm not telling you specifically how are you running your project. I'm just saying if you do things in an agile way, they should generally look like this. You should you know do these iterations and you should have these sprints and you should do these user stories. And every person's agile project will look differently. But if you're doing them in the same way, 
you will achieve the same outcomes, which of course are agile projects that can respond to change. But as we talk about in our project, agile methodology is good for things that agile is good for, which is primarily delivering products, delivering solutions, functionality, where you can move on. You could say, I've built this website or I built this thing. Now you can go back and iterate and improve it. The thing that we realized is that data has its own life cycle. Data has its own iteration and that we need to constantly be uh, doing these things that are adding more value to data because machine learning models in particular, you know, they they are highly dependent on the training data. And, and the agile cycle can be applied to data, but we have to do data specific things. You know, we have to do data preparation. You don't have data preparation in a traditional agile methodology. You could try to shoehorn it in. And that's, that's really what this is all about. CPMAI says, how can I take an agile approach to data with a data-centric methodology rather than an application development methodology. And so that's what this is all about. And I think, I think one of the things that you've heard here is that, oh my goodness, I have to think about a lot of simultaneously changing uh, uh, life cycles, right? I have the application cycle. Someone's worried about taking the model and putting it somewhere and making it work. Okay, that's one life cycle. There's another group of people that's like, I have to manage the data as the data continues to change and prepare that, and I have to make that work, right? That's another life cycle. And there's a third life cycle, which is the model itself. The model itself continues to, to change. I need to, you know, there's this thing called MLOps, and we will be talking about that. And MLOps and model life cycle has its own as well. So I think part of what, to avoid this being overwhelming and confusing for you, that is why there's a methodology, because why should you do all of this thinking yourself, reinventing the wheel, um, we can't tell you how many times we have heard from enterprises and organizations of all sorts where they're either inventing their own methodology, shoehorning Agile, coming up with some bogus methodology, I won't even <laughs> yeah. talk, talk about it. or just or like they've heard the word methodology and the first thing that comes to mind is something that they learned in elementary school, which is clearly not appropriate. So, no. so that's really why we share this with you is to give you an insight into like, oh, that's what methodology is and what it's for. It's not this foreign concept. It's not a product thing. It's not a one-time thing. Um, and there are people out there who are at, in every industry around the world, governments and, and enterprises who are putting these methodologies into practice today. It's a really good, very developed community. Exactly. It is. And so, you know, thank you listeners who have signed up. If you are interested in checking it out, I do encourage you, um, you can email us or you can go to courses.cognolytica.com. That's courses.cognolytica.com to learn more. In addition to that, we'll also link to it in the show notes so that you can get to it that way. And I will link to additional AI education series podcasts as well. So if you haven't checked them out yet, I encourage you to do so. Or if you'd like to go back and re-listen to any of them, you absolutely can. We've had podcasts on managing data for AI, thinking and acting like a data scientist. That one is incredibly uh, popular, that podcast. So make sure to check that out if you haven't already. We've also had a podcast, an education podcast on ethical and responsible AI. This continues to be a hot topic, and we wanted to focus on that in one of our education podcasts. Also, model evaluation and testing, 
data preparation for AI. Ron had talked about how you have to do that. And then we have a Fundamentals of AI podcast, and we have a podcast on RPA, Robotic Process Automation, as well as a few others. So definitely make sure to check that out. Also, our AI Failure series that I had talked about. And then, you know, in addition to that, as Ron said, this is our fifth year. We have a lot of podcasts. We've had an AI Use Case series podcast where we talk about how AI is being applied in various different industries. We also have had many interviews with notable luminaries in the space, so we encourage you to check that all out. I will specifically be linking to our CPMAI methodology and certification, as well as the AI education series in this show in the show notes for this podcast, though. Um, and you know, like we said, we really do listen to to you guys, our listeners, you guys and gals. So please make sure to reach out to us if there's anything that you would like us to cover this year in our podcasts. We're going to be focusing um, a lot more on our research as well. At Cognolytica, we are a you know ed, we are um, an analyst firm that's focused on data automation analytics, and artificial intelligence and machine learning. And we really will be focusing on those four core pillars throughout the podcast this year. So like we said, please make sure to subscribe to our podcast. You can you know, subscribe um, on iTunes, Google, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform. Please leave a review if you can so that other people can find this podcast. We also look at the reviews and love your feedback and use, use that feedback to um, you know, help guide the additional episodes, upcoming episodes. So please do make sure to reach out to us. Like this episode and want to hear more? With hundreds of episodes and over 3 million downloads, check out more AI Today podcasts at AIToday.live. Make sure to subscribe to AI Today if you haven't already on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, Amazon, or your favorite podcast platform. Want to dive deeper and get resources to drive your AI efforts further? We've put together a carefully curated collection of resources and tools handcrafted for you, our listeners, to expand your knowledge, dive deeper into the world of AI, and provide you with the essential resources you need. Check it out at aitoday.live slash list. This sound recording and its contents are copyright by Cognolytica. All rights reserved. Music by Matsu Gravas. As always, thanks for listening to AI Today, and we'll catch you at the next podcast.